Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Shantz and Chu are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Tomorrow War edition. Shantz here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, of course... Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness. <laughs> Hello, Chu. <laughs> Hi, Chance. How are we? Uh, good. Slightly better than last week's. They live. Wrong again. <laughs> wow. Oof. We are two weeks of us just not being on the same page. Interesting. Rotten Tomatoes is on my side. I mean, I don't disagree. They have this movie at 53%. Officially unripe. (laughs) Is that what you say or is that what they say? That's what they say. It's got to be 60% or more. Officially unripe. That's pretty good, actually. Oh, I don't know if they say officially unripe. So maybe that is a me thing. I like it. (laughs) Chew... You would be officially ripe. Thank you. As a friend, not as a movie-going audience member, though. You're unripe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tough on the palate. Oh, Chew, you really like this movie? I didn't say that. I didn't (laughs) say that. Okay, fine. Okay, there's things I... Oh, shit, I didn't count. Fuck. I didn't count my grievances, I'm just remembering. Not that we're talking about that now, but... Um, well, get to work, and I'll, I'll vamp. Count, I'll count when you're talking about the movie. Exactly. Um, Ladies and I, oh, go. It's fine. It's okay. Fine. That's what I'm saying. As we mentioned, this movie has a uh, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. This, Chew, is a 2021 movie. This is our first kind of, this just came out on a platform kind of a movie. Yeah, this is brand new. This will not be released into theaters. It was directed by Chris McKay, who near as I can tell has done next to nothing other than the Lego Batman movie. (laughs) And I actually very much like the Lego Batman movie, but I'm not sure that movie qualifies him to direct this movie. I would agree. I haven't seen the Lego Batman movie, but I want to go out on a limb. What a fucking surprise. And say they're not the same. (laughs) They're not equivalent. Agreed. All right, Chu. So we're in a weird place here because we do not have any How Dare You nominations for this movie. Last year's How Dare You nominations would have included platform movies only just because we needed enough movies to actually create the How Dare You Awards. Right. But normally it's just for theatrically released movies. So we'll have to see if The Tomorrow War will be eligible. Heard. But that won't be for like 10 months. (laughs) That's not for a long time. Eight months. So I have no information on How Dare You Awards. Chu, do you want to talk grievances first, or do you want to describe the plot? I'll describe the plot. Ho-ho! <laughs> okay. Look at you. We got Chris Pratt, scientist. Oh, we got Pratt. Family man. Um, Watching a soccer game. A soccer match. I almost said game, but that's not what that is. Mm-hmm. Soccer match. Um, and then a group of people come in from the future through space and time right onto that fucking pitch. Just like, pitch. we're kind of fucking, nice. we're, we're, yeah, see, look at me go. 
been to one soccer match and all of a sudden I'm a fucking professional. Um, <laughs> I've just watched Ted Lasso. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't watched that yet. It's so good. It looks good. It's so funny. Um, people come in from the future and they're like, hey, we're going to get right to the fucking point here, which was almost too much. Yeah. We're from the future and you're our only hope and we're dying. And there's this alien race who's just trying to fucking, fucking murder everybody. Up. And we need your help. And so we're going to implement, ask that you implement a global draft. And I want to tell you that sounds fucking awful. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no wonder riots start to happen and nobody's fucking happy about it. So people start to get drafted um, and then they go to the future and they're only, each group of people is only in the future for seven days. Probably because the mortality rate isn't awesome. Yeah. It's not good. Um, and uh, yeah, they need to figure out a way to stop the war win the war in the future so the people in the past slash present <laughs> don't have to live through it. All right. Solid work. That's okay. Does bad and stuff happen? Chris Pratt ends up getting drafted, obviously. But does bad stuff happen? <laughs> the baddest of shit happens. <laughs> like, the baddest of bad. It can it's only horrible. go wrong. Yeah, there's only one way to grow, go, and it's it's Bad. the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> this was going to be a theatrically released movie, by the way, but I think then COVID happened, and Paramount sold this movie to Amazon Prime for $200 million. Whoa. And I will state emphatically right now, this movie never would have made $200 million, $200 million. in the USA. No way. I think no. it would have... It def- obvi- it absolutely way. would have made a profit, but it wasn't going to make $200 million. No. Well, it has to make over $200 million to make a profit. Or are you just talking about in the USA? Uh, I'm going to say it wasn't going to make $200 million, period. Not even in the I mean, world? I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing at this point. I, I'll nev- we'll never know. What was the budget? I was just about to look that up because I don't think they I don't think there was a thing for the budget. But I'm hoping I'm wrong. Let's find out, Chew. Okay. I'm gonna guess. Ooh, let's play let's I'm gonna guess and we're gonna do prices right rules. Okay. Actually you're gonna stop looking and you're gonna guess. So you guess first. I would put my I would I would put the budget at $200 million. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I'm going to say 175 <laughs> Price is right. Price is right. You go over your bust. I don't know why you didn't go 199 I don't like playing oh, that way. It's well, fucked up. Or, I mean, not $199, uh, just one. I think I think it was $1. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those people are their worst. <laughs> like, do you want me to strangle you in the parking lot of Prices Right? I'll kill you. <laughs> okay, hang on. I see, release date. Mm, I don't see it. Trivia. Okay, maybe it's on. Oh well, this says budget of two hundred million dollars on the nose. Ah, oh, fuck. At the no. beginning here. Is that right? Oh, fucking Chance is bringing it today, Chew. Nice job. I don't know. Let's make sure you... I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on. No. So... We can't do the how dare yous, as I stated, Chu. Let's move on to grievances and positive points. Talk to me. Okay, I didn't, like, I had a lot of notes, 
But I would say 30% of the notes were me just writing down what was happening in the plot because I didn't necessarily have anything to say about specific moments. Me that being said, too. Yes. That being said, I have 12 grievances and eight positive points. Okay. We are of like minds on this movie. Okay. Because I have 18 grievances and seven positive points. Not terrible. Yeah. But my overall thing about this movie is... For a movie with as much action in it, I was bored. For a movie with as much emoting in it, I was not emotional. Interesting. This movie could not make me care. Wow. I was not bored in this movie. I was. Interesting. Did, not did always. Did you see the aliens? Did you see how scary they were? <laughs> did you see them? <laughs> but it was Those just too much. Ugly. It's just too much. There's just too much CGI. When it's a few... I like... This is the kind of movie where you should be on the edge of your seat and you should have good scares and none of that ever happened for me. Agreed. I didn't... I wasn't scared. I didn't have anxiety through the whole movie at all. Mm-hmm. I, usually on these, like, apocalyptic type of movies or if there's, like, zombies or monsters or aliens or whatever, I always think, I'm like, I'm not going to be one of those people fighting to the end. Because... <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. That's going to be a no. <laughs> Sounds like too much work for Chew. I, I That's just not, I'm not going to fight for a life after all this bullshit has happened. Because that's not the life I want to live. I want to live <laughs> the life I had before somebody came and decided to shit all over my planet. Like, <laughs> I, no. I'll just throw in the towel. It's fine. No hard feelings. I understand you're coming in. Get out of here. cool. You would have nothing but fucking hard feelings. I guess you're right. Every day you'd be like like, these fucking aliens. Jesus Christ. With their teeth and their fucking limbs (laughs) and their fucking shooting shit at us. Fuck them. You're right. I would be upset. (laughs) But not so upset to where I'm going to want to fight. I'm just going to throw in the towel because me and Charlie, that's not the life for me and little boo. Okay. <laughs> Ethan and I get into these arguments. For those all playing catch time. up, Charlie is not Little Chew. Charlie is the dog. Yeah. L- also answers to Lil Boo. L I L apostrophe <laughs> Boo. So, yeah, me and Lil Boo, this isn't for us. Ethan's on his own, and we've come to an agreement that if this does indeed happen, Ethan's fi- like, he's on his own. Bye. Like, get out. Go leave the house by? Does he get to no, stay? Like, enjoy and... living your apoc- apocalyptic life. <laughs> sounds like off. Sounds awful. Sounds like shit. Wow. All right. It's not for me. Anyway, so. Little I was Chew, intrigued. you know where you stand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in that sense, that's why I was intrigued in the movie, because I kept thinking, I'm like, this isn't, this is horrible. <laughs> this is awful. So am I right if I'm saying that you would have done anything to patch up with your muscled dad to get that thing off your forearm and just run away? Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, if dad got drafted, he got drafted. But I'm like, don't bring me with you. I don't want anything to do with that. I'm saying if you got drafted, dumbass. Oh, if I got drafted? Ugh. May it be a quick death. It's fine. All right. I think you'd kill many creatures. Uh, And probably a couple humans. This is the issue. Okay. (laughs) Based on my reasons for not wanting to live or fight for an apocalyptic world... I would have to accept the draft and go in the future and try and fix it because I'm trying to make sure that this doesn't happen. So, yeah, right. I'd have to go. Ugh. Yeah, fine. 
but you're mostly bothered by the inconvenience of it. A, hundred, a thousand percent. Like, <laughs> I don't have time for this. I'm just now catching up on Jersey Shore, which I've never, ever watched. I don't have time for your bullshit. These are things that are important to me. I don't have time for your bullshit, Army. Jersey Shore is on. Yeah, like 10 years ago, ma'am. Well, I'm just catching up. I need to know how far Ronnie and Sam get with each other, okay? They're, I need to know that they end They end it. And they, I haven't gotten that far, so. Well, you'll have to tell me because I never watched it. Oh, Shance, it's so good. I know I texted you a few weeks ago about it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's so much. I know we both watched Bachelor, Bachelorette. It's so much better on every level. What? It's the most magnific- magnificent trash <laughs> you've ever seen. It's so good. Anyway, moving on. All right. Yeah, let's get to this story. So at the beginning, poor sad sack Chris Pratt is looking to get a job as a scientist, right? Of some sort. He wants another job because he's a science teacher. Right. But he's not going to get it. No. So he's definitely a wham wham. Beats up his trash can. Which he apologizes to his neighbors for. I would never apologize for that. You know why? Because it's my fucking trash can. I rent it from the city. Mind your fucking business. Like, it can take a a kick to the chest. It's a trash can. I put trash in it. Mind your fucking business. I just like that that scene with you would have ended with you looking off camera. Mind your fucking business. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I'd win a lot of people over with with that and be like, oh, I'm I'm interested. But like you said, people from the future come and they decide to announce this at a soccer game. Now, I'm conflicted like, about this scene because, one, I have a positive point that the effects in that scene actually looked cool. I actually yeah. liked it. And that's not always true in this movie. But agreed. I think it's weird that the army comes to a soccer game and says, hey, we got to take care of business. Yeah. Why they why they pick that moment? Was it was it this? Was it a huge match? Was it like globally? I think it was the World Cup. And I guess I get it from a world standpoint, but nobody in America is watching that shit. And they spoke English and you picked a global sport an international sport. So not everybody watching this is going to understand English. That's true. Add a grievance. 13 out of 8. <laughs> Stupid. So, yeah, I add a grievance as well. But I kept going back and forth, not to, like, positive point, but, like, should I cross this off my list? Is this a good thing for the future to do, to show up at a soccer match? On I mean, the pitch? Have- have you seen soccer fans? They're intense. They'd be pissed. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised that idea. army unit wasn't wiped out by a bunch of soccer hooligans. Because they can do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fucking the bottles start flying. Also, I take umbrage to the parent choice of Chris Pat Pratt, who apparently has his daughter go through fucking pop quizzes after she has nightmares. Hey, he's up there, buddy. (laughs) She obviously doesn't have test anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) So. Some bullshit. Daddy, I've had a nightmare. Well, let's answer these 20 questions. (laughs) Like, I get what they were trying to do, but it wasn't delivered great. And I just felt like a lot of, I felt like there was a lot of lack of chemistry in this movie. The, what, my, one of my fir- my very first grievance is this family has never met each other. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect way of putting it. Right? Yeah. All right. Like, Chris Pratt's a good actor. Well, we got, know he can do better. Yeah, I've got more to say on this subject. Okay. So let's take a break first, and then we'll Ooh. come back and we'll I'm hit excited. that shit up okay. when we return. Deal? Good. Super All right. deal. 
We'll be right back, everybody, after this fantastic message from, I'm sure, what is a quality ad from a quality product. <laughs> right, right after this. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California. But even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows, and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of malt and hops in your life, and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing... The recently released on Prime, The Tomorrow War. I don't think I like that title. I was just going to say that could be nominated for... Worst title. Stupidest title. (laughs) (laughs) You got a lot of menace into that. Stupidest. Could be nominated for stupidest title. Like the nerve. I just felt like it was a working title the whole time, and everybody kept putting it off. We're like, "Well, we'll fix the title. We'll fix the title. We'll fix it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keep... they just kept pushing it on that down the list, uh, and then it never got fixed. Do you think? But it's not as bad as the hurricane heist, right? With the the at the beginning, <laughs> it makes more sense for this than it does hurricane heist, right? The the. Uh, I mean, honestly, Hurricane the Hurricane Heist has really grown on me because <laughs> it is the one and only Hurricane Heist. There was no other, nobody else is heisting during a hurricane. It's the one. Oh, may I introduce you to Hard Rain? That's not really a hurricane, though. It's really just a big flood. That's just bad weather. It's bad weather. All right. <laughs> Fine. All right. Chu, when last we left, we were going to talk about Chris Pratt. Yes. I've got issues. Do you like Chris Pratt? I do like Chris Pratt, but... And this grievance is not just a grievance against him, but against the whole movie. You and I, I made you watch the mid... Not the... (laughs) Hang on. I made you watch Midnight Run. Yes. And we both agree this is a fucking hilarious movie, but is also an action adventure, right? Yes. That's hard to do. And this movie is clear evidence of that. This movie doesn't know what the fuck it wants to be. (laughs) This is an action adventure movie that attempts way too much comedy. And it comes off as not funny. I feel like the jokes that could have been funny landed flat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I hate mean, saying I this. I watched it like two days ago, so I probably am not remembering specific details. Okay. I would say, yes, it's obviously action movie um but it tries to be like a family movie like oh they were let's family movie um i'm not down with that <laughs> i'm not down with that 
<laughs> so I would say they try to be more of like a family, close-knit, like growing together thing more so than like comedy. But no I think it's quick- way. I don't know. They are so going for comedy. They even have Sam Richardson in this movie as basically a scientist version of his character from Veep. And Sam Richardson is fucking great, so don't make him do a shtick. That's fair. Right? Yeah. That's fair. Not only that, I had this overwhelming feeling throughout the entire movie that I would rather have seen Bradley Cooper as his character from American Shooter in this movie than Chris Pratt as his character because his character is going for, again, there's just too much kind of comedy. I'm like the happy-go-lucky, friendly dad who used to be an elite killer in the army. And I've seen Chris Pratt be a Navy SEAL in Zero Dark Thirty, so I know he can do it. But it's like... I did not know he was in that movie. Oh, well, yeah. Interesting. So whatever... But it's just like, for me, what he's doing in this movie doesn't work. That's fair. Um, actually, now that you were Not talking, that I think I kept... it's his fault, though. No. Maybe he's just miscast. I, like, he's still... Chris, I think like that's Chris part Pratt. of it, but I also think this is what you get when you hire a Lego director for this movie. One's animated. I know that sounds pejorative. His name's Chris McKay. Did I even say that? Yeah. I think I said that. But Chris McKay, because Lego Batman movie, I'm on board. I fucking love that movie. But this is a $200 million action movie. And that's different. And I think they're trying to toe that line between comedy and adventure and this movie just isn't that uh okay i uh i agree you won me over not that it was like a hard sell because i hadn't watched it in two days Mm -hmm. um yeah the lines were just some of the lines just didn't you know the funny so let let me put it this way i think it's a matter of tone because oh my god i'm gonna get so upset chew have you seen Aliens? Yeah, we watched it together. Not the, f- the first one, the okay, second then, one. No. <laughs> Man, I was coming in. I was like, "Yeah, don't you remember we watched it?" And not nope. the first one, Chew. The second <laughs> one, Aliens. Makes sense it's plural. plural. Lots of aliens. <laughs> Negative. Damn it! Fucking grievance. Shall we? Put it on the list. Write it down. Do it now. Grievance. <laughs> I'm so mad at you right now. I have a point that I could make, and now I can't make it because you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Grievance. I'm sure I'll get it. All right. This is just a... All I'm saying is that is a... From top to bottom, action-adventure... Even slight horror movie, but that's an action movie. Yeah. But it's fucking funny. Okay. Okay? Yeah. But all the humor in that movie is based on the characters and their shortcomings, maybe as people or as. Military officers. There's only one ridiculous person in that movie, and it's Bill Paxton. But because it's Bill Paxton, it's completely honest, and his ridiculousness is pure magic. Like I said, the tone of this movie, Sam Richardson is doing his shtick. And that's yeah. a, it's a hilarious shtick that he does really well. But, for instance... Go see Promising Young Woman and Sam Richardson's in that movie. 
And he's being just as funny in that movie as a character who's just a dick. As opposed to, like, whatever he was doing in Veep is pure fucking magic. But it works for Veep. And they're taking that thing and putting it in here. And I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. I am... yeah, uh, yeah. Unlike the the comedy, the, my parts, soap I definitely box. didn't laugh out loud. Okay, good. I, d- I didn't. I thought maybe because like I can feel the weight, the gravity of me crushing my soapbox right now. I'm so <laughs> upset. <laughs> um, no, we're in agreement. Uh, things just didn't quite align correctly in in this movie, and that's I agree. That's one of them. So, you know, I guess I just thought, and it's weird to think of it this way because American Sniper is based on a true story about a true guy, but I just kept thinking of that character that Bradley Cooper created, who is a husband and is a father, but, like, that guy's got problems, and it's based on what happened to him during his service of our country. And so... I would have liked to have seen more of that in this character and sort of maybe the idea of him going back to war. It's like he almost feels more comfortable. Right. Um, I, I just thought the movie was going to be... I thought it was going to be, you know, it could... Like, it could have gone in a bunch of different directions. And actually, there was a surprise for me in the movie that was... I'll give it to to the movie. It was a pleasant surprise. I thought it was going to be a shitty surprise when it first came up. Because I thought they were going to drag it out a long time, and they didn't, so... The, the twist in the middle yeah. of the movie? Yeah. You want to tell everybody what... What's the twist? Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, bitches. The twist is... Uh, well, present day... Chris Pratt gets drafted and he leaves behind for seven days his wife and his young daughter. And then he gets to the future and the colonel who's in charge ends up being none other than his daughter. Yeah. Yep. So she has so to So when they had the first shit. when they like when that scene unraveled I I was like she she says that they have the same last name, and I was like, please don't tell me that that like we're not gonna find out that she's his daughter for another twenty five minutes, because I'm gonna get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily they handle it right there, and she's yeah. you know she's like I am your daughter, and there's like plenty of that within that that I like like. I don't want to tell you this and I don't think you should know this and I'm in charge. And there was just this one moment where she's like, she had said something that was basically a direct order. And he kind of looked at her for a moment and he became a soldier. Yeah. And said, yes, ma'am. Yeah. But respecting who she was and he, she may be his daughter, but he doesn't know her. He doesn't know who this person is. Yeah. But within that, I still wanted something different for his character because he's got a line that's like, I'm still your dad. And I was like, get that shit out of here. Like, leave it in the. Yeah. Like, I like the idea of him having to serve his daughter in the military and take orders. Agreed. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And she made it plain. And it was, I, I feel like, delivered coldly. And that's fine. Uh, she was like, I did not bring you back. I did not bring you here. To reminisce or... To reminisce or for yeah. nostalgic purposes. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, she yeah, has a job to exactly. do. Exactly. She, she has a fucking job to do. The weight of it's... the world is literally on her shoulders. All right. We got a little bit ahead because should we talk about... Well, first he goes to see his dad, which, by the way, positive point, I wrote down yoked J.K. Simmons. Same. J.K. Simmons is jacked. Positive point. (laughs) I was like, oh, oh, shit. I was like, look (laughs) at this fucking guy. (laughs) He's about to fuck some people up. Loved it. So he's going to get his little 
government-appointed wrist guard that tracks him everywhere he goes, uh, taken off his wrist, but he, he hates his dad so much that he can't manage to get let that happen. Yeah. So he's like, and this was just overly kind of dramatic, overly, you know, melodramatic for me as well, where he's like, you are never going to meet your granddaughter. Yeah. Like, it's like, ease up, script. Yeah, he's mad at his dad because he came back from Vietnam. A changed man. Really, really <laughs> difficult for yeah. thousands of people. And they got shit on when they came back. And people just weren't the same. And so he's being punished. The father's being punished for not being able to handle his emotions to his son's standards. But his son's in the military, too. So he should have some sort of, like... He should have at least an idea. Perspective, yeah. Come on, guy. Don't be a dick. If he was anything other than happy-go-lucky, jolly dad guy who occasionally beats up trash cans. (laughs) Mind your fucking business. Mind your fucking... Mind your business, (laughs) goddammit. Yeah, that's what it was. No, I think you did say mind your fucking business. Oh, okay. <laughs> fucking Lady Chew beating up a trash can, looking off camera. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> Great. But I have lots of questions. Some of the questions like that the students still have. Why do we still have school? We're all going to die. Yeah, valid point. Totally valid. Yeah. Um, he goes to dad fucks up dad so now he's got to go to the tomorrow war which is where he meets charlie yeah i was trying to remember sam richardson's name he's charlie uh and then the the band of misfits that you you know are gonna follow for 10 minutes before they all die and i'm fine with that (laughs) of course you are i'm fine but in true, like, I don't know, just standard bullshit action movie, something goes wrong. Luckily, yeah. he falls in a pool, but everybody else is falling to their fucking death onto the street. Yeah. I put that as a grievance. Although I know he can't just die 20 minutes into the movie, but still, like, you were lucky enough to fall into a pool. I was like, fuck, come on. That's on top of a skyscraper? Yeah. Somebody got out of hand on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather... Eh, never mind. I don't care enough to talk about it. I mean, they're in Miami. (laughs) Obviously, there's a rooftop pool. Sure. Yeah. But, of course, he immediately gets in contact with his daughter, who he doesn't know is his daughter yet, and they have to go save some research scientists. Don't worry. They're already all dead. (laughs) They were strung up for snackies. Yeah. Late night snackies. It kind of burned a little bit, too, no? Yeah, they didn't look good. Don't worry, Chew. It was all fake. They're not real bodies. Well, you know, I'm more concerned with animals than I am humans. Of course. You know this. (laughs) (laughs) But, like always happens in these movies, they meet no monsters on the way, even though the streets were filled with them, but they get into the building, and then, of course, they can't get out of the building. Having said all of that, the chase down the stairs... And that that other shit, I kind of liked. I thought that, you know, that was the closest I got to excited. Same. I like the stairwell scene. Um, Like, we already know that they're up there. Chris, why are you shining your fucking light up there? My first thought was, hey, let's get against the wall. Don't let them see us. Just just peek your head. I mean, they already know you're there anyway, but why do you got to make it worse? Fucking bunch of idiots. Idiot. (laughs) (laughs) well then this movie just kind of goes to uber 11 to me it's just like yeah we're trapping the female yeah we're trapping the female which is just a scene of complete nonsense and bullshit where everybody dies except the two people you're you know, by name. Yeah. You know? Every, yeah. 
a so, shit ton of people there. We got we got father daughter. Yeah, I told you to stay in the helicopter. You think I'm just gonna let you go down there? But blah, 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 yeah, or, or I don't know what he said. Uh, you know, not blah blah blah. That yeah. was not. It was blah bad. blah blah though. That's my problem. <laughs> No, he's like, you think I'm just going to listen to you die over the intercom or something like that or right. whatever. Now, can I ask you, because once they get out, like, CGI attacked by 10,000 fucking white, what do they call them? White something? Something. White stripes. White spikes. Yeah, spikes. Not the band. Different. <laughs> Be on the lookout for white stripes. <laughs> Look out, he's got a guitar. <laughs> oh, fuck. But did you notice that uh, that helicopter that almost hit them twice? Yeah. <laughs> as they were running? That CGI mess of a fucking helicopter? It's That's about much. when I was quitting the movie. <laughs> it's like, go away, movie. I kept thinking, I'm like, because at that point, I was like, oh, we've got like an hour and change left. Like, there's a lot left. That's to this my movie. other thing. Like, when this movie was over, we had 40 more minutes. <laughs> they fit a lot of stuff into this like, movie. I was like, too fucking long. This is what? It, two hours and 15 minutes or something like that? Yeah. It does not end where Fuck you that think shit. it's going to end. No, uh-huh. that movie was over then. You don't have any more problems. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they get the, the female. She's ugly as all hell. She's but the ugliest bitch I've ever seen. I want to talk about something before where I think you're going because they do get her, but then they have this emotional scene on the beach. Yeah. Is that what you were going to talk about? No, I was just talking about how ugly the female is. She is quite the cunt. She... The monster, you guys, not yeah. an actress. No. That's just rude. No, this is my biggest point. Um, so Colonel Murray Forrester mm-hmm. played Yvonne, played by Yvonne Strahovski. Chew. In this scene, when she's telling her dad about all the fucking dad stuff that she blah, 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 missed out on, blah, 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 because yeah. he left them. Yvonne as the actor, is fucking bringing it. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's great in this scene. And you want to know what I wrote? I don't care. (laughs) And that never happens to me. If an actor's bringing it and they're emoting and it's, like, emotionally honest, it gets me. And this movie couldn't do it. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Uh, my problem wasn't with her. She was great in it. It was part the writing of what the problem yeah. actually was. Like, why did he have to die in a car accident? Why couldn't he have been, um, I don't know, just like the problem of why he divorced his wife and like separated that there should have been something bigger there. And I wish that they touched on it and not just like you died in a car accident. Like mm-hmm. what? It just you could we could have had so much more depth with that small little storyline. And I feel like it was a missed opportunity. And she's bringing it. I agree. But Chris Pratt, just I don't know. But I mean, to be fair, your father in the situation, you only know your nine-year-old daughter or however old she is, and now within. 10 minutes, you meet your adult daughter, and you're having a hard time processing the fact that you are dead in a few years. So I don't I don't even know how you're Here's supposed to react. Here's my so... biggest worry, Chu, because I'm a big Chris Pratt fan. But do you think it's possible that he was in a role that he was unprepared to do as well? Maybe. Like, when he's on Parks and Rec or even the Jurassic Worlds, like, action star stuff. Certainly, Gardens of the Galaxy. You know, he's got 
a Ryan Reynolds quality to him. Yeah. Where he can be super funny, even within an action world. But this may have required... And he, I mean, I don't know, though, because he's, he's so super great in um, Moneyball. And I know that's a different kind of movie, but... Right. And he's... He's got plenty of funny parts in it, but it's so more emotionally honest in that movie. So it's like he's got the ability, but there was just to me, I was like, "Oh my god, is it like?" See, and I was about to say, "Like, is it because he can't do green screen stuff?" But he's done Jurassic World, so what's missing? I think it's the script and the director. I would agree. I think he's fully capable. I just don't. I don't think he was directed appropriately. All right. Well, I'm upset. Well, let's take a break. Okay. I need a break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to take a break and then we'll come back and finish up talking about the Tomorrow War. Ugh. <laughs> right after this. If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound. But as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target! Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target! That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you. And we're back once again, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing The Tomorrow War, a movie with 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, that's like 20% too much to me. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. I this do. Was entertaining enough for me i was bored i can't believe you're bored even through all the exciting parts i'm not saying it was riveting that scene that we were just talking about where she's crying to her dad yeah i wrote she's crying but i'm not (laughs) (laughs) you were just crying for different reasons no that's my point i wasn't crying at all (laughs) i know and you know I'll cry in the movies, Chew. Rocky wins the fight, and I fucking cry. Even Rocky Five, and that movie fucking sucks. Wow. <laughs> All right, that's probably an exaggeration. Yeah. But I see. But Rocky You're... Three and Four, I'll fucking tear up. Big fat baby. Yeah, they get me. Yeah. He fucking beat communism, Chew. Fucking, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's a fucking hero. Beat communism. Well, up next, I have a scene that I'm entitling Science Montage. Love it. I did not love it. <laughs> I know you didn't. Um, Deep Blue Sea, serious vibes. <laughs> if anybody's still here listening Actually, that has listened to Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Well, I had two vibes. I think you're right about Deep Blue Sea vibes, but I also have Waterworld vibes. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the walls. The walls plus the Definitely. walls. Ooh, so, can we do that movie? Absolutely. <gasps> Fuck yeah. That's a great how dare you. Yeah, that's perfect. Should we do it next? Oh, my God, can we? I have a plan. Okay. All right, we'll do that next. Okay, okay. Because... Or at least in the next handful. Yeah. No, we'll do it. It's too perfect not to do. Agreed. (laughs) And then we could talk about that scene from Cable Guy when he's like, I don't see what the big deal is. I saw it like 20 times in the theater. He doesn't say 20. I never saw Cable Guy. Well, there's no surprise there, Chew. You're a monster. (laughs) 
He just gives me the creeps. But talk about me. a fucking weird movie. That is weird. That wow. movie is mostly known for giving Jim Carrey twenty million dollars as a payday, and that was he was like the first to get that. That's pretty good. So he raised the standard for actors. Yeah. And then the movie didn't tank, but it wasn't a runaway smash hit. So everybody's like, "This fucking bullshit giving that guy twenty million. <laughs> Mind your fucking business. All right, we should stay on the topic at hand. Yep. I tend to talk about other movies when I don't want to talk about the movie we do- we just watched. <laughs> I think we've all noticed. <laughs> Let's talk about anything but this. <laughs> Science montage, Chew. There's like 10 minutes of fucking looking at fucking slides. It's a long time. It's a lot. It's way longer than the fucking fight from They Live. <laughs> way That's longer. A- Oh, that's debatable. It's like five minutes longer. You're full of shit. No. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Am not. (laughs) (laughs) So they find, after the slide after slide after slide, they figure out the solution, which I don't even know. Which should be the end of the fucking movie. This movie should be an hour and a half. Yeah. But for some reason I I don't I I uh. <laughs> I don't oh, get I it. I wish we were recording. I wish we were like actually <laughs> recording our Zoom because your face was fucking funny. <laughs> I don't get it, you. What is he upset about? He says she's she has to make a potion. Because up till now, they could kill males, but not the female. So the female could always make more males or some fucking bullshit. Yeah. So what they need to do is find something that'll kill the female. That's what the whole science montage is about. Finding what'll kill the female. Then they find it. And she's like, "You're the reason you're here is you're the only person I trust to go back, get plenty of this made, and stop this war from ever fucking happening. And he's like, fuck that shit. I'm coming back to save your life. I don't get it. That shouldn't be. She's still 10 years old back where he came from. He'll save her life. The new timeline won't exist. The old timeline, the old future timeline shouldn't fucking exist. Right. It's so, it doesn't matter if she dies because it's not fucking, it didn't happen. Right. God. He's going to change it. Basic time travel at its most basic rules. Okay, well, I need the writer of this movie to watch Back to the Future. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. And Back to the Future gets convoluted, but at least they, no matter how convoluted it gets, at least Doc Brown pulls out a fucking chalkboard and explains it to you in the middle of the fucking movie of Back, Back to the Future 2. Yeah. This movie makes no sense. And he's a science teacher. Why doesn't he know this? Right. I'm going to come back and I'm going to make the potion that'll save the world. But then when I do that, I'm going to come back and save you. You won't be going anywhere because she won't exist anymore. She won't even be in the army. (laughs) But also wrapped up in this is the fact that he was separated from her. Because, of course, the monsters fucking attack the fucking water world deep blue sea lair. Yeah, they can swim. They can swim, and they can fly for at least a short period of time. Remember when they attacked that chopper? Yeah, they were like like flying squirrels. They're fucking gliding. Like, yeah, Yeah. flying squirrel action. Yeah. Ethan didn't know what I was talking about. He watched it with me. I was like, yeah, they're like fucking flying squirrels. He's like, the fuck is that? (laughs) You tell him you've never seen a flying squirrel? He's like, have you ever seen a flying squirrel? I'm like, they don't fly fly. They just glide. He didn't know. Oh, little Chew. Bless him. Bless him. him. (laughs) (laughs) Yay us. Good job. All right. Well, I just don't understand any of this because wouldn't the future know where they came from? Don't they already know it's Russia? So what's the problem? They just don't know the exact coordinates? 
They just appeared one day. I don't get any of this. This is fucking horseshit. I don't have those answers. <laughs> just fucking make 100 pounds of it. Not even 100. 1 million pounds of this fucking antidote or what poison or whatever it is you're making. Thank you, science montage. And then just drop it all on fucking Russia when these things appear. Just keep a lookout for them. Problem solved. Sounds good to me. But instead, we have 40 more minutes of movie. Yep. They ask it's the not government. over when you think it's going to be over. Yeah. They have, they have to fucking solve a mystery like Scooby-Doo with a seventh grade volcano expert. Yep. Although that was really only one of the times that the humor in this movie actually made me laugh. I wrote as a positive point when the kid goes, give me a laptop. <laughs> Fucking Sam Richardson is like, I love this kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they go and they go to destroy all the aliens. But of course, aliens get out. One guy has to sacrifice himself. And then you have just like, you know, you have the fucking female. So they're chasing the female, Chew. Yep. Son, dad, and Sam Richardson. But not really Sam Richardson. I don't even know where he goes. There's no reason for him to have caught up to them at the end, by the way. No. No. They were on the fucking jet ski. Yeah. Or the ski, what, whatever that whatever. thing is. <laughs> the snow thing. The snowmobile. snowmobile. Hey, look at us. Same time. Jinx, owe me a Coke. Uh, You're speaking. You shouldn't be speaking. <laughs> You're not supposed to be drinking soda. You owe me I a mean, Coke. You can, but, you know, once in a while. All right. I lift the ban for this for, so we can finish this fucking podcast and get out of this fucking tomorrow world. <laughs> this movie makes me so mad I'm choking on my own spit here big grievance for me going back to when they find the spaceship in the ice they Go. blow that fucker up before they blow it up a second time for reals for reals they find all the the monsters mm-hmm. and then you realize that they're not actually the aliens they were like the pets of actual right aliens and then there's only like 10 pods there's 10 like egg sacs and i was like that doesn't seem like enough That's... well but there is a but moment later but there isn't it there there's more but wait yeah. there's more there's thousands and thousands of little matrixy egg sacs yeah it's very matrixy yeah but they don't show that there's not like a big shot of that it's like you see it from inside yeah. a hallway i needed like this big expansion of, of of i just needed like yeah i needed to take in the gravity of the situation we're like everybody needs to die right fucking now to make sure that like all when of neo looks dead. over his pod and looks at the fucking all the shit yeah but i think my biggest grievance was like son or dad had to die one of them Agreed. had to die. Yep. And the fact that neither of them did, that's a fucking chew hole. I don't need the happy ending. We can have a bittersweet ending. That's fine. And with terrible jokes. Did you Stupid. yell at it to die? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, you should have done that earlier. Because it worked. Fucking terrible. Like, even their delivery isn't an, it's like they knew the joke was stupid and they're like I'm not even going to try this, I like it is what it is <laughs> oh it makes me so mad I also wrote down as a grievance I was like he's boxing it he's boxing the animal at the end can we like not it. another long fight scene that doesn't need to be that long please we don't need to have a half hour fucking fight to the death at the end of a movie no stop no one cares mostly me but 
just stop. Just put a fucking bullet in this guy. You guys are ex-military or former military. Why can't you get a good clean shot? Everything else ridiculous in this movie has happened. It's not that ridiculous to think that you can get a good clean shot out of this fucker. Come on. Put it to bed. Yeah, but then you'd be saying it's anticlimactic. I just don't like what they ended up with. Boxing it. Stupid. They had one good idea where he jabbed the green potion into its arm and then it just chewed its own arm off so it couldn't get into the rest of its body. But because it was just so CGI, you don't, you never feel the weight of it. Yeah. Nope. And then he punched it in the mouth with one more. I thought he was going to lose his arm. He should have just lost his arm. And I would have been okay with that. He just bleeds out in the snow. (laughs) So you wanted him to still die. You just wanted him to bleed out. I just needed somebody to die. It didn't have to be Chris Pratt. It didn't have to be J.K. Simmons necessarily. No, it should have been J.K. Simmons. It should have been J.K. Yeah. Because instead of meeting his granddaughter, it should have been, let me tell you about your grandfather. He's a hero. Yeah. Because then you could have had an emotional weight moment of, I'm sorry, I wish you could have met your granddaughter. Right. Like, this was my fault. Like, his character could have had an arc. Yeah. But no arc. Just yeah. happy ending bullshit. Just good old happy ending, full family, family back together. Blah, blah, just, just good stop. old happy ending bullshit. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> just good old happy ending bullshit. Uh, I want it on a t-shirt. I have nothing left for this movie. I, I This movie upset me. I didn't like this movie. I do not recommend it. <laughs> and the cheesy voiceover at the very, very end. Can we not? <laughs> Everybody, like, everybody's just better than, they're better than this movie. Yeah, unless it's Morgan Freeman. Stay away from the voiceover. Yeah. Agreed. Or uh, I, I don't, I don't mind voiceover as much as other people do. I just want it to be good. Yeah. Um. Do you recommend? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why not? It's fine. Watch it. Are you gonna love it? I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> it, it's a fine movie to just watch. It's a blockbuster. E. You know, it, it could be, could have been, but it's not. Never would have um, been. And you know what? You're probably already p- paying for Prime anyway, so you can just basically watch it for free. It's fine. I disagree. There are Not about the movies. Prime thing. It would be for free. Even free. Eh, skip it. <laughs> it is long. Shit, too, way long. too long. Way too Ooh. long. Fucking fuck too long. That was like Godzilla long. <laughs> All right, Chu, what's the drinking game for the Tomorrow War? Easy. Every time a joke just doesn't quite hit. (laughs) There's plenty of them. Uh, That was going to be mine. (laughs) Joey. Damn it. All right, I got one. Anytime... There is thousands of creatures attacking. That's a good amount, honestly. It's a fair amount. I think people might be fucking wasted on mine and just appropriately drunk on yours. Right. So they might pick yours. <laughs> that's a good, that'll be a good battle. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Uh, I don't have anything left. You? Negative. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a differing thought about the Tomorrow War, let us know. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us a, uh, an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com. Please let us know and vote on the drinking game battle. Wait, did you say everything sequel? Did I? Yeah. When? Just God now. Damn it. <laughs> Did I say that for the email? Yeah. I don't think I did. did yeah. I? 
Send us an email. Okay. We're Take on the two. How Dare You. I know you're very busy with podcasts. <laughs> God damn it. Send us an email to the How Dare You podcast at gmail.com. Fuck my life. <laughs> Are you going to keep all that in there? That was fun. I think I might have to. Yeah. Just sitting here fucking passing out from heat stroke in my closet, Jew. All right, for Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness, Chance here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. You'll be hearing from us next time, probably, to listen to Waterworld. Hey. This is a good idea. This will be fun. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. I'm going to leave it. That's it. I'm not going back. I'm not fixing it. That was a good one. No, that was perfect. All right. Good day, madam. (laughs) Also, I found this uh, Britney Spears shirt. Oh, shit. Um, In the men's section of graphic tees at Target. And I thought, that's fucking awesome. Bought it. I just love that it was specifically in the men's section. I've got Quint's shark fishing on today. Who's Quint? God damn it, Chew. Is that from Jaws? Oh, okay. I yes. wouldn't remember that. I've only seen it once. That's Robert Shaw. Only seen it once. Watch it once a week until you know it <laughs> verbatim. <laughs>